You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode nine. In this episode, we are going to talk all about watering mistakes that are very common when first starting to tend and maintenance a garden. Making sure that your garden is getting enough water is one of the most important tasks of a gardener, but the proper way to water may not be as obvious as you may think. Today, we will discuss some of those not so obvious watering tricks that will help you become a master gardener in no time. So let's get started. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hi guys. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about watering mistakes, ones that you were probably making, and believe me, I made them too when I was first started gardening because Even though watering your garden sounds so intuitive and obvious, it's really not. And there are ways that you can maximize your time and your efforts in watering your garden. Because watering, making sure that your garden has enough water and not too much water is a really important and probably one of the most important aspects of having a garden. So there are certainly things that you uh, can do watering Uh, your garden that can cause them more harm than good. So we're going to jump right in and start talking about those. So, you know, over the past year, I've made some major changes to the way that I water my garden. I'd say over the last two years. Um, In previous years, I would just go out to the garden and water in the evening, spray my hose um, in the air, kind of like shower them over the garden for a few minutes and call it a day. Or, you know, I would go out and kind of determine that more water was needed and I would water that specific plant, right? Or I would just pray for some rain so that maybe I wouldn't have to water that day. So that's what I used to do in the past. And I can't say that I don't pray for rain um, still because having a good rain is good for many reasons. But I made too many mistakes and my garden seriously suffered because of it. But I felt like I was doing enough in the watering department that I didn't really put two and two together that my watering habits were really causing more more, uh, harm than good. So let's talk about some of these mistakes. And like I said, I made them as well. And the first one is showering your garden instead of soaking. So showering your garden is when you're spraying the hose in the air and you're allowing the water to fall onto the surfaces of the plants, kind of like it's raining or like they're getting a shower. So, you know, I totally use this method when I first started gardening. And in fact, I probably still do when I just want to get them a little bit damp. But when you're really looking to water them, the most important thing to do is to soak it. So why do you not want to, let's start with why do you not want to shower them? Um, The first thing is because this method doesn't really allow for the majority of the water to get into the soil. So when you're spraying from above, the water is just kind of laying on top of the leaves. So what happens in that sense is that, especially when, as your garden grows, your soil underneath is going to be protected underneath the leaves. So if you're just showering it, 
then the water itself isn't soaking in that water, especially if it's hot. And I'll talk about that in a minute, but that water will evaporate, won't even get to the soil. So you're not actually getting the soil to the roots, which is what really needs the water. Not only do you not want to shower your garden from above because of you're not actually being efficient, you also don't want to do it because that can attract pests and encourage fungus and bacterial growth because you're just soaking the leaves. Uh, and that's what can, you know, get fungus, can get mold, and that can really cause damage and kill your plants. I know I find this a lot with the tomatoes. Um, many of my tomatoes end up, or it, not currently, but in the past have died of diseases because I was showering them and therefore uh, watering their leaves and their stems instead of the actual soil. You know, showering works as a great method for when you're doing things like grass or a ground cover. If you're doing plants that are actually above ground, that water is not going to get to the soil. So that is not the best method. So why you want to do soaking. So soaking is where you are actually taking your hose and getting the soil underneath at the base of the stem, um, soaking it with water. So it might take more time, right? Because you're not just showering an entire garden. If you're doing it by hand, then you're actually taking that hose nozzle and taking it to the soil of, of the plants. This is why soaking hoses would work really well because what you're doing is you're laying the hoses alongside your garden on the ground. They've got hose, they've got holes in them. You can make them at home or you can, you can, you can buy them at a garden store. And when you turn the water on, it's soaking, it go, comes through those hoses and comes through the holes of the hoses and actually soaks the ground. So you're not even getting water on the leaves or the stems. It's going right into the soil, which is really important. All right, uh, another common mistake is watering too much. And I totally do this, I still do this. And no matter how much I don't want to do this, I really have to pull myself back from watering because I try to do it daily, you know, it's part of a routine. But believe it or not, having too much water can cause a lot of problems. And you may realize this if you've had a lot of rain, um, your waters get dried out, you can get root rot, you can get all kinds of issues. Um, lots of rotting and lots of fungus and disease if you're getting too much water. So you definitely don't want to do it purposefully when you're watering. Rain, having too much rain is something you may not be able to control. So, but you don't want to do it uh, watering your garden by hand. So one of the best um, guidelines I'd say is to only water when the soil is dry. So you want to check your dampness before watering. Uh, once you start doing this, you'll get a much better sense and you can kind of gauge by look or whatever. But a common rule of thumb is that if the soil is damp two inches down, then you can wait to water. If it's dry, then just give it a good soaking. And the amount of water will depend on whether you're planting in boxes or pots or whether you're doing it directly into the ground. So pots and boxes tend to drain quicker and they will be needed to water more frequently, whereas you'll find plots, garden plots might ret retain more of that water. So, and also, like I said, with the heavy storms or the rain, adjust your water, watering routine accordingly. Adjust your watering routine accordingly because you don't want to water when it's supposed to rain. You don't want to water after you've just gotten so much rain. It will cause a lot of problems. All right, number three is watering during the heat of the day. So, I know that I always had this issue because when I wanted to garden 
several years ago and I had my little, little, little kids and they were napping. That was really the only time that I could water or to garden would be at nap time. So when is nap time? Afternoon nap time is for us, it was like one thirty, two o'clock or something. So that is the hottest part of the day is typically in the afternoon from one to four. That was hard for me because I then had to adjust to watering in the evening, which was just a little bit more difficult. Sometimes I'd be watering in the dark and usually by that time I'd forget. So I was something that I had to adjust into my schedule. But what you're doing, if you do it when it's too hot and in the heat of the day, you run the risk of the water just evaporating off and not really soaking because if it's just too hot, the, all that water is just going to evaporate. It's not going to get into the soil. So I would start watering in the evening and because I had to adjust my time and water based off of what worked best for our family, that worked best. But what you really want to do if you can is to water your plants in the early morning hours. Doing this allows the plants time to perk up and receive the sun once it comes out for the day without evaporating or contributing to like growing fungus. So it's something that we're trying to switch up because if you can water in the morning hours, it will really set your plants off for uh, a good, good day. All right, so the fourth issue would be inconsistent watering. And this is a common issue and is also an easy mistake to make and one that I used to make early on very frequently. It took me a long time to establish so like a proper watering routine and I'm still, I'm still not great at it. Uh, but since I'm expanding, it will, you know, I keep expanding my garden year after year and adding more beds and more areas. I have to keep adjusting. It's all learning. This is just a big learning process. And especially when you're adding and making changes, you're constantly learning. So watering should be more of a routine of prevention and care than like a reaction. So in the past, I would water when it like felt like it was needed to be watered. Um, but I, then I'd also let the nature take care of it when it rained, which is great. You can certainly um, allow the rain to water your garden, but you cannot rely on it. And I'd say that I was definitely in a reactionary mood in my early years and then proactive. So unfortunately, like this resulted in uneven watering, which, like I said, causes all kinds of issues. Uh, blossom end rot. If you have blossom, if you've ever had zucchini and squash with blossom end rot and tomatoes, where they get, they start to rot on the end before they actually ripe. That is because, and this is what I experienced, is from uneven watering. Like they just aren't getting the enough water, and or they'll get water and then they'll dry out, and then they'll get tons of water and then they'll dry out, and that will cause blossom end rot. Also. If you've ever had cracked tomatoes, so if you've ever had tomatoes that end up cracking, uh, like down the center or like look like they're busting open before they actually get ripe, that is a cause of too much water while the fruit was developing. It's almost like the water makes them explode, right? You just gave them too much water. And typically that happens when you let watering go and you, it either is a heavy rain or you let the watering go and then you say, oh no, I need to water. And then you douse them in tons of water and that burst of water is what makes them crack. So it may take a little bit of time to good and good monitoring to really get it down that um, like this routine of watering and then adjusting accordingly based on weather. So these mistakes are so easy to make and I've made a lot of them. I'm still uh, working to perfect my watering routine Soaking hoses really makes a difference and that's something that I'm also working to incorporate into our process because it's automatic. You can just turn on the hose 
it soaks. You're not hand doing anything. Um, so that is a really great option if you want consistent, regular watering is to look into doing soaking hoses, especially if you have a small garden. It's really no reason not to. It will just provide peace of mind when you're watering that you're not overwatering or underwatering. You can have a lot more control over it. Like I said, watering your plants is one of the most important tasks in a garden. But with a good plan and routine and the correct tools, you can definitely save yourself a lot of trouble and time um, when it comes to like damaging pests and diseases that could destroy your future crops if you just are a little bit more proactive and less reactive. So I'm just going to recap these. So showering instead of soaking. Make sure you're soaking your, your garden. You're not showering. Don't water too much. They can get too much water and it can cause a lot of issues. Watering during the heat of the day. If you can, avoid that. Don't water when it's really, really hot. And instead, change your watering routine to be watering first thing in the morning. And then inconsistent watering. Try not to do that. If you're going to at least be consistent so that you they're not getting bursts of dry weather and then bursts of water that can cause a lot of issues. So I hope those were helpful and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. If you have not already signed up to grab my free ebook, you can go to www.yourdreamgardenguide.com. This garden guide has everything you need to get started growing your own vegetable garden this year. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have topic suggestions for the podcast, please email me at info at wingingitonthehomestead.com.